Hey, welcome to the Once Upon a Time in Huntsville podcast hosted by me, Sampley Baranaga. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this is a great episode to listen to. This is the second time I've had Hunter on the podcast, Hunter Duhan. So if you haven't listened to the first one, I would go listen to that one first. That's uh, pretty much wherever you want to listen to your podcast, plus it's on YouTube, uh, just because we do mention a couple things from that one. But it's not necessary. We just have a couple inside jokes here and there from that first one. Uh, we had to do it via Zoom again, so apologies for some warbly dialogue here and there, but other than that, it's pretty clear and easy to understand. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please continue to listen. Please share the podcast if you really enjoy it. Thank you for those who uh, have favorited me on Spotify. I was surprised to see how many people had me favorited on Spotify. Uh, if you haven't done that, please do that. Please rank the show five out of five stars because that really helps kind of uh, get my podcast uh, seen. And uh, thank you so much, and please enjoy Hunter Duhan. Dude, what, all right, what's up, man? Hi, how are you? <laughs> uh, dude, I, I'm well. What about you? I'm good. Oh, my God, I haven't seen you in forever. Dude, It's uh, it's been a while. Probably. Probably last time probably, we did the podcast. Probably last time we did the podcast. I was about to say, I was trying to think when um, we went to that uh, Oscar uh, party that um mr cranston hosted for everyone but that i think that was before the podcast so yeah the podcast and that was during like uh 2020 or 2021 so like the height of covid and everything yeah because did we do it right as the show was coming out i guess yeah i think like an episode or two had come out and maybe even more than that and so uh it was the as they say as the kids say the hubba baloo of uh it was the talk of the town (laughs) As, as they say, <laughs> I'm well versed in what the teens are up to these days. I still read Teen Magazine. Sample, you're such an old married man. <laughs> I'm an old married man wearing my wearing my sweater. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of the Oscars, uh, I saw that picture you posted yesterday. Did you go to the Oscars? I didn't go to the Oscars. I went to just a couple after parties. Oh, uh, just a couple after parties. <laughs> it was the uh, was it the uh, Vanity Fair one? Yeah. So wow. was, you know, you had to you had to show up in something something nice, which for me meant you know a see through shirt. <laughs> so you so you went to the Vanity Fair party like a night or two ago. And now you're doing my podcast. That might be the biggest downgrade in uh, history of events. That just shows. Yeah. That's, I think that shows to everyone how humble of a person you are. Man, I hadn't thought about it, but now I'm wondering what what I'm doing here. <laughs> your your publicist and manager are like, what are you doing? Get off! Get off right now! Get get off! Get off right now! So so yeah, they're always watching. They're gonna just jump on this call. They're gonna just edit me completely out of this thing this thing's gonna end up being like three minutes uh so before we kind of get into everything like what was that like what was that experience like it's a lot of waiting in line to be honest is it really i just went to disney world and that was essentially the same thing yeah probably exactly like that i there's so much like it's fun but there's so much like ridiculousness that goes into all that stuff too yeah like i was at one party and they were like well you can't wear the same outfit to the next party because the vanity fair one was the second one and that's like the 
I'm, it's a podcast, but I'm big carpet. I'm using air quotes, everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I had to leave the party at like 1040 and I was just going to change in the car. But then basically my time slot for Vanity Fair was 1130. And so wow. they wouldn't even let me get in line until then. And then I was in line for like over an hour. So I got into the Vanity Fair party like 1245. I was like, give me a drink. Dang. So yeah. like, or who did you get to stand next to in line? Was it at least someone like, someone cool? Uh, yeah, Alden Aaron, right? I which I met him a couple times. He did uh, hey, solo. Yeah, and yeah. he was just in Cocaine Bear with like That's my best right. friend Aaron. So I had met him before, and he's like the coolest guy ever. So it was like, thank God I had somebody to talk to. <laughs> yeah, that. Would... That would, that would. I mean, just standing in line like that would suck if you were like. Now, yeah, I was gonna just pick out a random name, but I don't want to pick out a random name and just shame someone. You know, it would yeah. suck if I was there and you were standing next in line with me. I'll, I'll go with that. How oh, disappointing would no, that be? I would have been, been happy like about two that. people in front of me. There's like Morgan Freeman. You're just like, man, out of all the, should have got here sooner. Wow. So close. <laughs> but so you go, you go to a party, and I'm like, you have to leave at a specific time to go to the next one. Like, I'm, I'm not well versed in this part of the entertainment business. <laughs> Yeah, me neither <laughs> but yeah i had to just like leave with enough time to like uh change and go through security wow and yeah it's all just a little crazy but it's so that was fun once you got inside and the drinks were free <laughs> <laughs> you can't be that would suck if they like sent you a bill though yeah <laughs> here's your bill <laughs> you're just like oh man what <laughs> That's awesome, though, dude. I'm so happy that you're getting to experience all that stuff, man. That must just feel like a rush. It, it must feel kind of insane because uh, the last time I had you on, uh, it's one of my favorite episodes I've done just because your story is just so interesting. You move out to L.A. You, if I remember correctly, do you do a bunch of extra work, and I feel like you worked. Yep. You were like a tour guide at Universal. Yeah, good memory. And then – um Maybe like a bartender or something like that, like two, like a waiter. Yeah, a waiter. A waiter. And then now you're like going to vanity fair parties. Like what is what is that like? Like like where where in your headspace are you like, okay, is this real? Or did like I hit my head like when I went out to LA and it's like I'm like in the hospital, like in a coma. Yeah, somewhere in between. There's definitely a well just because it was so different well real quick i got to see ed berger from your honor at the party what? oh yeah because he won uh best international yeah, he won film. like four oscars the other night oh dude um, he's, he's so nice I, I only got to work with him once on on my first shooting day there and i think that was his last day and i remember oh, when yeah, we wrapped in that school yeah in the high school i remember when we wrapped everyone was like clapping and crying because he, he this was his like last episode he's directing and, you know, I and you're just like, wow, him. this show's great. So I was like, I, I have, I can't like be this emotional or anything. I just met the guy. And I remember he took some time. He walked over to me. He saw how awkward I was and he shook my hand. It was like, Hey, it was really nice working with you. And I was just like, Oh man, what a like instantly like goes to like some of my favorite directors I've worked with just cause he did that. Like he didn't have to do that, but he did. So when I saw that yeah. one last night, I was like, yeah, he, he deserves it. And you, you must feel even more so since you actually like really worked with him. That was cool, but like uh, going kind of go back to your other question, like what it feels like. I've definitely like 
there's like this you know big sense of oh i shouldn't be here in this party so like imposter syndrome yeah and so like i like saw him i was like hi like like hope he remembers me and then of course he was like oh, and, like it was so sweet and like came up and hugged and we talked for a minute oh that's awesome Yeah, that's really cool. That would have been really bad though, as if as as you're saying goodbye. He's like, "All right, bye, see you later, Stuart." And you're just like, "Oh, maybe yeah. he didn't remember me." <laughs> I just sort of pretended not to hear that. <laughs> no, no, he's such a great guy. So, like, yeah, your story. One of the things that I've noticed about you is you work consistently. Like, you go from TV show to TV show to TV show. Like, so you did uh, "Truth Be Told," right? You played the young Aaron Paul. Yeah. And then you go and do your honor, which is weird because you go from playing the young Aaron Paul to then you're the son of Brian Cranston. So there's like I a know, breaking bad connection there. And then you go do this like massive hit Wednesday. Like, do you feel like, like some people may think that like you signed like a, a contract with the devil or like you just like had like you threw a quarter into the fountain or something like that. You know, your wishes are coming true. Oh my God. Maybe. It's fun to hear it from like an outside perspective because you can kind of get so, I don't know, like wrapped up in like the panic of the acting world. Like, because for me, it was like almost a year between like Your Honor coming out and going to do Wednesday. So from on my end, wow. I was like, oh my God, am I ever going to work again? <laughs> no totally and uh I well and then everyone was like we're going back for season two and i was like oh cool i i'm dead oh yeah that's right yeah yeah your honor so originally it was supposed to be a mini series for people who don't know yeah. or, or i'm sorry a limited series and then it got it did so well it got picked up for season two and you're dead and uh unfortunately i didn't get a call either because you're dead <laughs> and i was like oh man and then um And then that a, was year, bad for so both a year of goes us. by, a year goes by. What was, do you get a call from your agent saying like, Hey, Tim Burton wants to like bring you in to like kind of discuss this or do they just no. send you a script and say, Hey, you want to tape for this real quick? It's not even a full script. They send me, you know, two scenes for something called you know, like Wanda because there was like a code name. They wouldn't even tell me what it was. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. But I ended up, like, they said it was, like, an untitled, like, Tim Burton thing, and, like, Wanda was in the script. And so then I, like, you know, did some sleuthing around on Google and figured out what it was. Yeah. Um, But then I didn't hear anything for, like, three months. And then wow. they called on, like, a Monday. And we're like, hey, you're going to test with Tim Burton and Jenna Ortega on Friday. It's like, oh, Okay. And it was COVID, so it was a chemistry read over Zoom. So you've seen how smoothly this has gone when we were trying yes. to get on this. Like, I'm so nervous, and I had to get on there yeah. and do that. Dude, I, I think one of the, you know, me being an actor, of course, I only think about myself and how COVID has affected me. But I, I, I hate Zoom everything. I hate the fact that, like, we have to do this podcast through Zoom because it is wonky to set up. You know, at first I wasn't talking, and so, or I, you couldn't hear, or I couldn't hear you. And then, like, the chemistry reads I've done or the callbacks I've done through Zoom, they're just the worst. They're just so – it adds an immense amount of stress upon an already immense – like, or not already a really stressful uh, event in your life because it's like, oh, I'm, like, going in for this big job interview that could either, you know, define my life and my work and my career or 
or Zoom's going to screw me over because I'm yeah. trying to read a scene with a scene partner and we're overlapping one another. And then I stop to let, you know, you say your line and then they stop too. And then there's this silence and you just see them just, yeah, maybe he's not the right pick. So what, so what was that like, like reading with Jeno? Did, what, did everything go just like perfect or was it kind of. Um, it went well. She was like, I read with uh, one scene with her and one scene with Percy who played Xavier on the show. He had already been cast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it went well. I'm like, I don't know if you remember, I have like a over prepare, like no other. So I'd like rehearse the scenes like within like an inch of their life. Uh, yeah. And then it went by really quick. I think I got the main note I remember getting, I think we did the scene with Jenna twice and the scene with Percy once. The scene with Jenna, Tim got on and asked me to be more vulnerable, which was a big moment for me because I had been getting so close to so many things and the note every single time had been, we like him. He's just a little too vulnerable. He's a little too sensitive, like that, like consistently. And I was like, I'm an actor. Like, what do you want me? Uh, and then, so when he said, I need you, can you do it again? Like a little more vulnerable. I was like, I gotcha, Tim. Uh, <laughs> but then it was, it was honestly, it was like such a quick audition that yeah. I kind of like logged off. I was like, oh, probably didn't get that. Wow. And then That's they make, make you wait a week and then they finally call for the good news. So when, uh, when you get that call, like when you, when you get that, like booking, what's your first reaction? I, I, I've, I act like I just scored a touchdown. I don't I don't know what your instant response is. Oh yeah. I was at my husband's mom's house in New York with like no service. And so I had to like I looked down, I had like five missed calls from my agent. And oh, so gosh. I was like trying to like get service. I had to go up to the front yard. It rained. I was in my socks. And I finally found a spot and they told me the news. I was like jumping up and down in my like gross, muddy socks. And oh, gross. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that I imagery alone, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, you want me to do the sound effects? Uh, no, please, please, no, please, no. Dude, that, <laughs> that, that, I love that moment. so much. Because, like, either when you see that you've missed calls from your agent, either that's like amazing news, like 90% of the time, it's amazing news. And the other times you're like, oh gosh, like what is going on? <laughs> like, what have what have yeah. I done for them? It's to gotta be, be good news. Me? Like if they're gonna fire you, they're not gonna like try to hunt you down that much. No, yeah. They'll you know, they'll give you a call if you don't answer, they'll just like take you off all their things. <laughs> yeah, they'll send you an email. <laughs> so so you're jumping victoriously in these in in these I don't even want to you know recap that moment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're freaking out. <laughs> Do you at this point, after doing like the uh, the initial like taping and then like the chemistry uh, read with Jenna, do you understand like the complexity of that character yet, or is it just kind of like um... not entirely? They so the scene that I did in the like chemistry with Percy, we were kind of fighting with each other, and like you got more of our history, which they ended up cutting out of the script who never even shot it because it is kind of like too much of a hint at uh, Tyler being a bad guy. Um, And so 
we kept asking for more and more information and they like couldn't tell us because you know multiple people are testing they didn't want it to like get out but they said that he had a dark secret and i was like is it the dark secret uh and they wouldn't tell us but so i had like an inkling so i just tried to play into the, like the you know evil side of that in yeah, that scene because yeah. it was weird you're auditioning for what like to me feels like almost like two characters and they didn't really test the like you know the real tyler or not even the real tyler but like the you know the evil tyler when he's like yeah. fully lost himself to the monster later on so um but so then i got like on a zoom call with al and miles the showrunners and they we had like an hour conversation they explained like all of my history and like what my arc on the show was going to be oh wow that that just must be just amazing to hear that it was there any point in time where like you have the rule like you show up to set like when did i guess when did it finally like set in like oh i'm doing i'm doing this like i'm I'm like a lead role in this Netflix show. Or, yeah, it was originally from the get-go a Netflix product, right? Yeah, I was always uh, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There was a... I remember, like, I was on set and I got to see, like, Tim Burton's original sketch of what he wanted the monster to look like. Wow. And it was like... And he told me he waited until I was cast to do it. And I was like, and then I saw it and I was like, what does that mean? Uh, (laughs) But it was still really cool. And I'm like, on this show, I'm like a Tim Burton monster. It was like, it was like, that show was full of kind of like, uh, like, you know, pinch me moments or whatever, because the scale of it was just so huge. Like I'd never done anything like that. Everything I've yeah. done before, like, you know, truth be told or your honors, very grounded, very much set in the real world. Yeah. And this, yeah. like, all of a sudden you're talking about monsters and, you know, kids with powers and you have to, like, try to find a way to make you know, believe that. Was, yeah. uh, that was, it was, like, really fun. I loved it. Yeah. There's a and there's certain things, you know, I've either taped for or done where it's like, oh, man, like this is for me, that's harder to do which is weird because i feel like i have a pretty strong imagination but for whatever reason when i see the words on paper i'm like oh like this is kind of tough world because like you know when you're when you study in school like you know Chekhov and shakespeare and tennessee williams all this stuff and you read something like that a part of you is like like i don't know if i can do this but i think what's really fun is just being like i don't know not to be cliche but just kind of letting that like inner child come out and just kind of have fun with it and it it looks like you guys just had a blast shooting stuff on set, like especially with Tim freaking Burton, who yeah, I, I mean, I mean you... every everything was so like grand and crazy, and we were shooting in Romania, and like that, like you know, episode one, there's that like carnival. They brought in yeah. a full carnival, just like in the middle of the woods, like behind our like uh studio. It was just like I was like, oh. I was like, anything he wants, he gets. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet like he like because I would say there are very like specific stylists, like stylistic directors. Like when I think of that, I think of like a Wes Anderson or like a Quentin Tarantino and then like Tim Burton's there for sure. And I bet like yeah. his 
his oh man like his just imagination and like his set design and his framing like kind of makes that easier for you as an actor to believe in those things that maybe like harder to believe in and one of my questions I yeah, the, you was when you or sorry okay. before you met uh tim burton like what was that process like you're about to get on a zoom call with like tim burton were you already kind of a big fan of his work or i'm, I'm, I'm most people are yeah i was i mean i was freaking out waiting for that zoom call the, the final audition and then i was really like intimidated because not only like being a fan of his work but just like kind of only knowing him through his work i was like what is this guy gonna be like you know yeah uh, i was like you know i've seen the pictures of him with his crazy awesome hair and <laughs> uh you know all of his stories are you know dark and twisted and uh but then I landed in Romania and I was doing my, you know, quarantine alone in my Airbnb. And he like gave me a call just to like check to make sure I was like doing okay. And I was like, I was like, oh, you're like the sweetest man ever. Like, I was yeah. like, okay, it's gonna be good. We're good. We're good. Like, <laughs> and working with him on set is great. He's like so collaborative because he's so specific about the look and the feel and the shot and every design element that goes into it. And, you know, he had a lot of say in, uh, you know, he's the executive producer of the show as well. So like story wise, but he doesn't like nitpick your acting. Um, like he, he definitely will step in and he's like, he definitely directs you, but he doesn't like to do it too much. And he, you know, one night at dinner, he told us he chooses actors he trusts and lets them do their yeah. thing, which like filled me with so much confidence. I was like, oh, okay. I can do this. <laughs> like, no, like a hundred percent. That's like, you know, I, I'm not, I am in no way comparing myself to Tim Burton, but like one of the passions I, I've, I'm following right now is my like writing and directing and just doing like local shorts and stuff. I guess like kind of growing up, like you almost even movies show this where the directors are always, you know, giving notes to actors and that's all that, that they seem to do. Like when you're watching that as a kid, yeah, and then I, I've all I've too discovered from watching like countless interviews with different directors I admire. Where yeah, like just what you said, they just get actors that they trust and that they love to collaborate with. And most of the directing is coming in saying, you know, well, what if we tried it this way or that way, and or vice versa. The actor says that to the director. Most of the directors like I don't know, kind of doing other stuff or just trying to bring yeah. his vision to life with all of the other departments too. And I feel like that's something I've learned a lot of is just when you get actors that you really just trust and want to work with, you're really not like nitpicking the acting or anything like that. And that's all I, that just meant that just must be incredible to get on set and work with one of the biggest directors. And he's just a collaborator. He's just, he, he treats you like you guys are right there together. Yeah, it was, it was really uh, special, especially just like, you know, being a young actor and like yeah. kind of being treated with so much, respect from someone that like i admire so much and then also i mean we were so lucky because we had you know jenna leading us and she's yeah. just out of this world talented talent. so what, what was it like uh sorry no you're fine dude i'm stuffed up too like you should have seen that oh. just like dripping it was bad not to be <laughs> i get that might be a worse I'm sorry. Yeah, people are just gonna be like cringing as they listen to this. Oh my god, people are gonna turn this off. 
<laughs> um, I'm going to try to get the word moist into our conversation somehow. Cause like, did you know that it's like, that's one of the most hated words for people to hear is moist. Yeah. I, people that think that are weak. <laughs> um, that, uh, what was I about to say? It was uh, something. Oh yeah. When, so you're collaborating not only with Tim Burton, but also Jenna Ortega, who's like first onto the scene, which is funny. Cause she's like been working for a really long yeah, time. I mean, yeah, she's, you know, a lot younger than I am, but been working so much longer than I have. Like, she's incredible. No, a hundred percent. So when you when you two meet, is there like an instant uh just understanding and bond there? Um, or is, was it something that or did you guys go out of your way to uh form a friendship, like meet, have coffee, go over lines and all that stuff? Uh I went out of my way i was like i was like hey let's hang out in la before we fly to romania so yeah. we did like we went out and met up for coffee um and just kind of like hung out for like an hour or two before we went over there uh and thank god we did that because she's so busy on the yeah. show i mean if you watch it she's like in every frame and when she's not shooting she was doing cello lessons fencing lessons learning how to speak german like and so oh just one of those sounds too stressful for me yeah i know that's insane but i mean people are always like ask about like how we created like chemistry and i'm just like oh i don't know it was just like it was it was easy i mean she's like so delightful you just like became <laughs> friends in real life that we just had fun together Oh, that's awesome. Did you guys once uh once it premiered, did you guys all have like a private screening before it dropped on Netflix and got to like kind of watch it all together? Um no. We had they're like they were really kind of strict with it. I guess we did get the first two episodes sent to us as like a preview so we could talk about it for press. Yeah. Um, but they were like, don't share with anyone. But my mom was in town, so I let her watch them with me. You gotta let your mom watch. I mean, you yeah. know, like I, I've done the same thing. Yeah. I mean, who are they gonna tell? You just find it on Facebook Everyone. the next day. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. gosh, mom. <laughs> oh man, that that so uh well hey, by the way, I don't even know if I've said it. Congrats like I think or I think I sent you a text when it all came up, but again, congratulations on your work, man. Like it was thank you. It was incredible stuff. Like that's so cool to see someone that you've worked with, like like there are like I feel like there are certain tiers like in pop culture. There's like in terms of like popularity, there's like you know how you're just born knowing what like Star Wars is. Yeah. And like kids nowadays are born like knowing what Stranger Things is. Like I feel like right. Wednesday is like now in that like tier. And it's just so cool to see that, man. Yeah. Like I really have no follow up. Just like it's just cool to see that you got to do that. It's crazy. I mean, when we were doing it, we didn't expect it to you know blow up the way that it did at all yeah i think just like shooting in romania and being so far from home and then you know we came back and there's like seven months between end of shooting before premieres it was like and then it was like oh remember that thing we did and then it like comes out and all of a sudden like you know shoots to number one and then it's just the views are just insane were, were, were there any nerves uh 
about it being an existing property? Because, you know, fans are really strong about certain things that they're in love with. So were, were you nervous at all that like people that there might be a backlash or were you kind of confident in the product that you guys had made that people were, I know that's like a heavy loaded question. Yeah. It's kind of just like, it, you might feel like one day, man, people are going to love this. And some days you're just like, well, I don't know. Like this is so different and unique. I mean, luckily, like personally, like, you know, obviously Tyler doesn't exist in any other worlds that Adam's family has been involved in yeah. before. I think, I think a lot of that pressure was on Jenna, but I knew that, that must she, be nice. Yeah. He was like, ah, take it all. Like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I knew that she was great. And then pretty much as soon as that like first trailer dropped, it like got, you know, tons of views on YouTube yeah. and uh all of the comments seemed to I think people just like rallied around her immediately, yeah. which is awesome. And just like recognized how talented she is. And I think what really helped too was that, you know, for a lot of us our Wednesday is Christina Ricci from the nineties movies. Yeah. And she being in the show kind of felt like we had the original Wednesday's stamp of approval. Yeah. That's like an incredible thing. Like, what was it like working with her? Did you get to talk to her about like what that, that like, like how does she view that? That must be weird. Like you're doing it as a teenager and like years pass by and you're watching someone else do it and you're still a part of that. Like, did you get to talk to her about that at all? I didn't ever like ask her about it specifically. Like yeah, um, that was probably a smart thing. Just kind of, yeah. What's it like? Uh, you know, was, <laughs> it was cool for me to like, just see, cause I, my scenes for a lot of them were like with both of them together. And it was cool for me just to see that. And she just seemed to like, genuinely be having a good time over there i think yeah. it was kind of fun for her to return to that world and then also i don't think she had worked with tim since sleepy hollow oh wow so she seemed to just be having a great time and she's like really cool and um, i'm just loving that she's having this kind of like big moment with like this and yellow jackets which has taken off oh yeah yeah, there, there's been like a lot of resurgences lately, which I think is like just like super awesome. Like obviously, uh, Brendan Fraser, who won uh, the other night for the whale and then yeah. uh, help me pronounce his name. Key. Um, uh, oh, yeah. From uh, yeah, because he did is it Raiders of the Lost Ark or uh, is that the Temple of Doom Jones? short round Temple of Doom. OK, yeah, I, he, he won that movie forever. Best support. What's funny is me and my wife, we watched that. We went through all the Indiana Jones uh, like a month or two ago. And I, I didn't even know anything about the movie that just like swept all the Oscars. Like I might have heard of it, but I haven't seen it yet, which I need to now, especially. It must be amazing. Um, And dude, he's he's like the best part about that second movie. Like as a child actor, like not to t take the conversation away to somewhere else, but like he's fantastic in that so it's like really I, like i don't know how, how do you how do you feel about the oscars sometimes i'm just like I'm, I'm a little bit more cynical about them and then sometimes i'm like man like you see him winning and you're just like oh man that's just awesome like trying yeah, to hold back so, tears like watching that guy's speech i love the award shows yeah like i guess you can't let it be like the only thing you care about or whatever but yeah like, they're i don't know they're always fun and it's just like for me, I'm just like 
a fan of all the those movies usually so just like kind of watching and seeing what's uh i don't know i like i, I love that world no yeah it, it was just great to see that movie just act like dominate and then like you had jamie lee curtis like winning uh she's had a great resurgence too she's a fantastic actor uh that's one of my wife's favorite actresses and then uh obviously brendan fraser that was just cool to see i've been a big fan of him for a long time i think everyone is i don't think he has like any any haters do i know you like... have like a uh I'll, I'll admit to this i'm vain do you have like an oscar speech in your head like one prepped, ready to go, just in case. Uh, not yet. I I guess I I gotta work on that. You see, you're you're too busy working on actual projects. That's what it is. <laughs> you're too busy to think about that silly stuff. My yeah. I don't know. Do, are you familiar when? Uh, I, I don't think it was at the Oscars. I think it was at the Golden Globes when uh, Ving Rhames won. I'm pretty sure it was him. He won for best actor in like a miniseries or something like that, and. Have you ever seen his speech before? I don't think so. It was a fantastically like awkward slash like heartwarming moment because uh, Jack Lemmon was also nominated, and uh, Ving Rhames invited him to the stage because he wanted to share the award with him. Uh, and Jack Lemmon like was just like ah like I'm you know it's yours. And then eventually like he gets up and um. And goes up there and is kind of just like awkward about it, but you know, because being Rames, like you know, that I guess Jack Lemon was like his hero growing up, so he wanted like to celebrate him and his moment too, which is like so heartwarming. You're like, oh man, like the Stones to do that is just incredible. But I would That's love really cool. to do that with someone who isn't even nominated, and then coordinate with uh, them to not get up, <laughs> like just to keep refusing <laughs> to get up. That's my that's my alternate dream. <laughs> wow, they are gonna play you off. You <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might be. Music. They might they might have that new crisis team get up there and remove me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 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 going back to Wednesday, uh, season two is coming up, right? Or have you guys started preparing for that yet? Uh, they are working on the. Grips. I everyone's like, come on, just tell us one thing. I'm like, I don't know anything. I people were like, you're gonna be in it, right? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, so many people asked me that. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I have confirmation. So <laughs> I I was like, come on, like that last scene, he's escaping out of that van. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's what I thought too. Cause like you, it kind of has that moment where the camera's on you, and then it's like your eyes open, which is a great Start shot. Bulging. So, <laughs> people are gonna hate this, <laughs> but uh, well, if you're not willing to dish out anything, I'm just gonna get your mom on the podcast because I'm I'm sure she's already read the scripts. You've already given them That's to true. her, and she'll spill all the beans. I don't have the script, Sambly. I don't know. <laughs> no, I believe you. I believe you. 100. percent I believe you. That's that's gotta. I don't be think exciting. we're going back until like. September, so still some time. Oh wow, wow, yeah, yeah. What what month are we in? March. We're like mid March. Yeah. All right. And then last time, last time we uh, on the last podcast we talked about all the strange DMs you were getting from from your honor. I, I'm assuming from the popularity of Wednesday. How how is that gotten out of hand? Can you turn them off, or do you like to read uh, insane? Things? So I only like get messages from people that I follow mm -hmm. and then 
everything else goes into message requests and occasionally I'll like open it, but it's like such spam that like, I, I really like don't see it. And sometimes people will be like, Oh, I sent you a message. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I definitely didn't even see it. <laughs> so I'm sure there's some like crazy things in there, but I try to like just not engage because of like some weird experiences I had when your honor came out. No, I remember, I remember that from your honor. If, if, uh, if the listener or listeners, hopefully, hopefully that's plural. Listener. Uh, listen, <laughs> listener, my mom, uh, hasn't, <laughs> hasn't, um, uh, listened to that last episode. Go listen to that last episode me and Hunter did. It was, it was interesting to say the least, but, um, I actually did this, uh, poll on Instagram. I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I did this poll. So, so, uh, I, I have some fan questions for you if you get like another Ooh, yeah all right let me get my phone out and i have not i have not read these yet so okay so this is where i'll get the weird messages yeah okay a second let me pull this up all right all right first question comes from bucket seat 72 all right hey hunter you can say, hey, Bucket Seat. Oh, oh hey. <laughs> no, no, I'm just messing with you. Uh, it says, hey, Hunter, since you're such a prominent figure in the media now, why would you risk it all by being seen with Sampley? You know what? You don't have to answer that, Hunter. Uh, I'm going uh, to skip to the next one. It's a good question. All right, here's the next one. Uh, hey, Hunter, does Sampley smell as bad as he looks? Hold on, let me find another one. Wow, uh, yes. I should have read these before. Okay, here's a positive one. Big fan of the podcast. I uh, make my children listen to it as a punishment when they mis misbehave. That's not even a question. That's... Hold on, hold on just a second. All right, okay. Hey, Hunter. Big fan of yours, and I wanted to ask you if you could pull some strings to get Sampley on Wednesday season two. Oh, I really want to see him die on screen. That's oh, you don't yeah. have to answer that one either. Yeah, we'll definitely get you killed. No, nope, you know what? We're not gonna. We're not gonna do this. I'm gonna put those to the side. Was, you know, uh, what? I usually don't do scripted bits like that, but uh, and I probably <laughs> won't again. That was scripted. <laughs> that was scripted. Oh my! Oh my wow. gosh! I never knew. The, the commitment to the bit was <laughs> spectacular. I I appreciate it. Uh, well, dude, like I don't want to take up any more of your time. I really appreciate you coming on here once again. Uh, just yeah, to, to catch up and just answer some of my stupid questions. Um, but uh, yeah, God, congratulations dude. on the it's success so that you have had. Congratulations on the success you're gonna gain from Wednesday two or season two. Um, and everything that comes with it, man. Thank you. I'm, uh, it should be a fun year. I'm excited for what's coming up. Oh, man. Uh, and if this is the last time we see each other, just remember that when those kids in that locker and in, in, in that like school section in that hallway with all the lockers, when they were when they were picking on you, I stood up for you and, and you're on our season one. Uh, 
They were actually picking on me, and I True. think you stood up for me. I think it was the oh, other way oh, yeah, in real life. I was like, wait, didn't we get in a fight in the scene? Yeah, no, they like we got bullied. Yeah, they were like roasting us, dude. I just that were, I know we talked about this on the last podcast, but it just kills me that they were just like roasting us. Yeah, they were like, I was like, what are y'all talking about? They're like, we're trying to decide which one of y'all would win in a fight, but like the tone he said it was if like no one would win in a fight. yeah it would just be a tie which it kind of yeah. was in a way i mean i your yeah. character kind of beats me up well but not really do you remember that you were supposed to like punch me in the face i'm so glad that didn't happen because yeah I had, I had a i had a feeling like the stunt coordinator i can't remember his name but awesome guy he was like i don't think he would punch him in the face i think he was doing me a solid because i think he maybe heard you on the phone talking about how Alan really hit him yeah, i was like i'm not holding back <laughs> to my mom i was talking to my mom. yeah to your mom your mom was like hey go get him <laughs> go get him tiger 